Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR and get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet this Sunday. That's code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Welcome to the show. I'm Susie Hunter, joined by Kale Sorbo. Bam, 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 bam. We're going to have a lot of air horns and a lot of fun and a lot of content on the tight 45 because I have a trip to LA to get ready for. But listen, we're going to recap um, Tuesday night's loss to the Giants. I talked to John Pearson from the ABC affiliate in Connecticut, aka my old sports director from back when I was a TV reporter. And we're going to talk about the quality time he got to spend with some of the Rockies' top prospects. And I talked to Yancy Almonte, formerly of the Rockies, now with the Dodgers, about, you know, what he's worked or what he's changed for this season, but also the one food item from the Colorado Clubhouse that he cannot live without. But first, let's start with the loss last night to the Giants, 5-2. This game had, this game just didn't surprise me in any way. Kale, did you catch any of it? I did not. He I was did not. <laughs> I was watching Star Wars instead. Star Wars. <laughs> like well, a new one? Is there a new there's one? There's a new Star Wars show out called Andor. It's very good. I didn't know there was a new Star Wars show. Is Baby Yoda in it? No. Okay. Baby Yoda's only in The Mandalorian. Oh, okay. I don't know anything about a Star Wars. That's I've never okay. seen one. <laughs> That's okay. I'm going to live a long and happy life despite it. All right. Well, listen, let's talk about the start of that game because it got off to a great start. Rymac led the game off with a single. CJ Crone got a single. That one, that scored Charlie, or 
Charlie Blackman got a single. So like eventually Rockies had a one nothing lead. But that didn't last long because the very first pitch that Armand Marquez threw was a homer by Jock Peterson. So like I feel like the kind of the theme of the game was it was windy. A lot of those balls were traveling a lot further than I feel like they needed to. Things were moving. But another run scored, a sack fly from Yastrzemski, J.D. Davis homered. So uh, all in all, just like a just a, a bummer of a game, another frustrating game for Marquez too, who, you know, has just been – he's been – he has not been what he wants to be. You can tell he's super frustrated with it. But yeah, the game ended with another one of those mini rallies where the tying run is at the plate in the ninth. The Rockies had the bases loaded in the ninth and actually scored a run on Alan Trejo's single. Blackman scored. But yeah, unfortunately, another one of those rallies where the Rockies do not make it happen resulted in a loss. How I... I Asked Patrick about this earlier this season. I'm like, is there a stat for rallies where a team could win and that it all falls apart? There's not a stat for it, but he's going to make a spreadsheet in the offseason. I'm sure of it. I'm absolutely sure of it. But yeah, some news from before the game. Um, Carlos Estevez was placed on the COVID IL ahead of Tuesday's game with apparently flu-like symptoms. Uh, So Ty Block has been called back up from AAA this is the last day of the AAA season. The last day. The last day. Oh, RIP. Yeah, so actually today is the day that uh, Isotopes fans will get to say goodbye to the hill. The hill. The I hill. hadn't heard about the hill until this year. Yeah, it's, isn't it fascinating? Fascinating. It seems like it should be illegal. It's. It seems so dangerous. I can't believe no one's broken a leg on it. Yeah, it seems like having a hill in the middle of your outfield seems bad, but maybe that's just me. Uh, and it's not just you because it's leaving. <laughs> it's definitely not just you. Um, but yeah, so that that was the day. Um, we didn't see too much out of our out of our guys, out of our new little little prospects who have been called up. But I will say. I mentioned that we talked to John Pearson about the prospects that he got to spend some quality time with. The guys who have moved up so quickly from AA up here to Colorado. John Pearson actually did a fantastic feature on Ezekiel Tovar. So after Tovar got called up, Jeff Dooley actually sent me this fantastic story. And I was like, okay, like, obviously we need to have John Pearson on the show to talk about it. But Kayla, are we ready to roll that interview? Sure. Let's roll it. Joining the pod now is John Pearson, who is my old sports director from WTNH, my station that I worked at in Connecticut. John Pearson, how are you doing? Well, it's, it, honestly, it's great to see you. I'm so happy you are covering baseball, Rockies baseball, because um, Rockies baseball back here in New Haven goes, I mean, way, way, way back. I'm going to date myself with how old I am. I remember when Todd Helton was a prospect in the Rockies organization here in New Haven. Yeah, so... I'm, I'm old. I started when I was six in the business. So of that's, course, yeah. of course. <laughs> but it no, it's crazy. good to see. It is crazy how far back the Rockies' relationship with Connecticut goes. But I want to talk about someone who came through a little more recently. You yeah. did such a great feature story on Ezekiel Tovar earlier this season. And I mean, I know the life of a local sports director, you are covering the whole state. So I'm glad you found time to actually get up there and spend some time with him. What stood out to you the most 
when you spent time with him working on that feature? Well, uh, just just a real likable kid because he's honestly he's a kid. When I I talked to him, he was only twenty years old, and um, you know his his he understands English, but he doesn't like to answer in English all the time. So he had a translator, but he did answer me in some some English uh, along the way, uh, and I just loved his personality. Uh, yeah, he's a great player, but uh, here's a kid who at twenty was was married, waiting for his wife to get to town in June. When I did the feature, I think it was April, maybe early May. Uh, his wife was coming to town in June, uh, and I got to just talk to him about other things in baseball. And then we got to the baseball stuff. But I, what stood out about me is just a just a real likable guy uh, on top of being a, a, an amazing prospect at the time. Yeah, we've gotten to see that, too. But, yeah, it is, it is so um, – I'm so impressed, though. He's so young. You can tell that he understands English. But, yeah, we still, we're still working with a translator with him to answer uh, some questions. But, yeah, he's got a lot of personality, and you can – see it are you did you expect to see him up with Colorado by the end of this season well you know I think he would have been there earlier Suze if he hadn't gotten hurt because I figured he was the first guy coming out of this group in Hartford this group that came through Hartford this year there's so many prospects um but I thought he might get there earlier um so I'm happy he finally got there because you could see right away like I've done enough in the minor leagues over the years where you kind of see a guy and you're like yeah he, he he's got it and he had it from the get-go and you know, defensively uh, in the cage. Uh, and that's one thing I noticed too. He's always putting in the extra work too, a little couple extra reps in the cage, extra reps on the field on ground balls. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm not surprised he's there. And I'm not surprised he's already what? I mean, he's hitting three, only 10 at bats, I guess, or whatever, but he's hitting 300. But, he, you know, he doesn't look, he doesn't look um, paralyzed by the moment, which I'm not, I'm not surprised at all. And, you know, he's kind of making history because on his first two pitches that he saw, he got hits on those. So he is already he's already making his mark <laughs> as such a young kid. Your fan favorite already out there, huh? Everyone's super excited. I mean, this is also the guy that I feel like we've been talking about him for so long. Rockies fans have been talking about him so long, especially when we have seasons that, you know, don't really go the way we want them to it's always so much nicer to look forward towards the future yeah yeah and, and you know what uh, the future looks really good like if you're judging by what happened here in Hartford um you know, there's been some lean years the the franchise hadn't made the playoffs since 2009 and you know they came this close this year um the new split of the double a season where the first half winner second half winner get the playoff spots but their their record the Argos record was great so there's a lot of uh, help on the way, if you will, with to go along with some of the really good players that are already up there. Um, you know, I know Mike Tolia came up too. He was another guy that kind of, um, you know, early on was struggling at the plate, but then went on a tear, and uh, and and he's he's done good things since coming up as well. Yeah, let's talk about Tolia too. Did you get a chance to uh, chat with him while he was in Hartford? Because he has been just. He's been so versatile, too, because we've seen him in right field. But mm -hmm. then he's gotten some chances at first base. And he is so good at yeah. first base. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny, Suze. What, um, Chris Denorfia, the manager of the Yard Goats now, who's a big former big leaguer himself, um, said from the get-go that before the year even started, that, that Tolia was big league ready defensively. Um, so I'm, uh, that doesn't surprise me that he's, like, showing up at first base and, and, and taking the, the you know, taking the responsibility of like playing the outfield. Like he, he was another guy who wanted to be good defensively, offensively. You know, I think the thing that held him back was it, the switch hitting, you know, he's a switch hitter. So that's a lot, you know, learning to hit from one side of the plate is hard enough. So 
he was working a lot on on both sides. So uh, I'm happy he's come up and continued. I mean, he was only in what Albuquerque for like four minutes, I feel. And then he's like, boom, up to you guys. Um, yeah, it's less than a month. And then, yeah. yeah, so Tolio was there less than a month. Tovar was there for five games. <laughs> yeah, I think they wanted to see what he could get there. And and listen, you got those, if those two guys are like the anchors and you throw Brendan Rodgers in there, and those are the anchors or your infield, you know, for the next however many years. I mean, you're you're in good shape uh, there. And McMahon's at third, right? If I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, McMahon's been at third. He's been doing a pretty good job too. Yeah, I got. It's funny. I got to see the Rockies play the Mets here, and um, they're facing Degrom that night. And McMahon hit a bomb the night yeah. I was there off Jacob Degrom. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think you're. I think Rocky fans are going to be happy with what's coming their way, and not just in you know Tolia and Tovar. Those are those are great prospects as well. There's a, you know, I don't know if these guys will ever make it. Brenton Doyle's, uh, Aaron Shunks. There's good prospects, uh, you know, in other positions as well. So um, the farm system seems to be pretty good, at least from this end. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It seems like a really special group has come through Hartford this past season too. I want to talk about your trip to City Field, not too yeah. far from New Haven. Little quick little drive, yeah. but you, yeah, you got to catch up with some of the former yard goats. What did you guys talk about? Who did you talk to? I want all the tea. Well, we were down there. I was down there because we do cover, you know, Mets, Yankees, Red Sox here in, in New Haven is a weird spot. We're in that like circle of like, there's three major league teams that we have to cover and keep all the fans happy. But we went, made a trip down to city field to do some stuff with the Mets. I'm like, you know, while we're here, I'm going to try to grab some of the former yard goats. And, um, and, First on my list was was Brendan Rogers, and the reason I wanted to talk to him was because of a prospect here in Hartford, Zach Veen, who is the number one overall prospect in the Rockies organization. Well, Veen and Rogers are good friends, and they work out together. And Veen has used uh, Brendan Rogers as kind of a resource. What he's one of a few big leaguers he uses as a resource to help him through the whole process. You know, being a high level prospect. So that was number one on my list and we were able to talk to brendan rogers about that and also about you know his his ventures through hartford and and now being in the big leagues and uh how he said he thought there was a time this year he thought he might get sent down because he wasn't off to a good start um i didn't think he had to worry about that but yeah (laughs) he's pretty established um so we talked about that and he was he was he basically talked about zach veen how you know how another again young kid 20 21 year old kid who is a five tool guy um he had lots of great things to say about him uh and then i talked to sam hilliard who came through here he he was up at the time i feel like the jinx because two days later i think he got sent down oh no don't it happens don't don't lose sleep over it (laughs) and and sam was talking about you know you just you know the jump from double a getting to the bigs realizing your dream uh and also playing it hard for you know you know what Hartford looks like, Suze. It's it's mm-hmm. it literally is. It's probably the best double A park in the country. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's it's so nice. So they all talked about you know what playing there meant to them. And Garrett Hampson was the same thing, just kind of a catch up. You know, how's he enjoy this? You know, what would you tell the kid? You know, back in double A. You know, now what you know about to get there. And we, those were the kind of things we talked about. So, but they they were all great, and they were all so nice to talk to. And I was. Happy to see, you know, that they kind of were the same kind of guys that we we talked to when they were back here just a few years ago in Double A. 
I know. Yeah, it is so funny to see like, oh, we knew them back when they were so much younger and not totally developed yet, but still like the same guys. Such a good group that has come through Hartford yeah. to Colorado. Um, let's talk about you touched on the weird fandom. And I think maybe people outside of Connecticut do not weird, do not understand how weird the sports fandoms are in Connecticut. You've got three major league teams, <laughs> Yankees, Mets, Red Sox. You've got to make everyone happy. Um, so, yeah, what have you seen? Not what have you seen. How are you feeling about the teams, the major league teams that you're covering? Because some of them are having some pretty cool runs right now and giving you a lot to talk about. And then others, not so much. Yeah. Well, we, yeah, we're, we, it's weird here. We don't have an identity, right? Like, like no oh, identity. You know, it's like, you know, like, I, I guess it's like 40, 40 Yankee Red Sox fans, 20% or maybe 15%. I don't know. But that's how it breaks down here in Connecticut. But what do I like? So the Red Sox, obviously, they've had a, a good run, a good stretch that they're, they're, they're out of the talk right now. Um, I do love Rafael Devers, um, who's, is an unbelievable player. And that's another guy we got to see come through double a Hartford as a visitor and, you know, seeing him tear the ball apart when he's at the plate and, and becoming a better player. It's been fun to watch. Um, but Yank the Yankees, I mean, what Aaron judge is doing is unreal. Uh, it's just unreal. Um, it's, I don't think New York has ever seen a run like that before. This had a lot of great moments in New York, but here's a guy going for, you know, Maris's American league record still has a chance to triple crown, all, all while playing for a contract, um, and he doesn't seem phased by any of it. Um, um, one of the fun things we've done over the years, I know you know when you were here, we did the Yankees pregame shows. Yeah. And then we did a show called Inside New York Baseball. So we've gotten to know Aaron Judge a little bit from um, just going down to the stadium here and there and going to spring training. And he is, honestly, for the big superstar he is, he is a really humble, nice guy. I can I can happily say that every time we go to the stadium uh, to get a, an interview, he'll always do something with us, VP, after practice. He's never said no once. Um, That's huge. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if I'm going to ask him again because I don't want to break my streak. Because, <laughs> <laughs> um, but he he's been great. It's it's been hard. We were just down there actually the night after he hit 60. We went down. They were playing the Pirates. Uh, we had planned a trip to go down anyway, like a couple weeks ago, just to kind of catch back up with them. And we we thought we might see history that night. Um, however, the attention around him, he was he was insulated. They insulate you. And so he was walking around with PR people and uh, he kept his media stuff to to a, a minimal like it was after the game only. Um, and, you know, you, you got to respect that. I mean, so yeah. um, I did get a chance to say something to him and joke with him, though, because uh, he got married this year. And when we first went to the stadium, um, we, we got him in for an interview and said, congratulations on being married. He says, oh, you guys got any advice? I was down there with Eric Dobratz, who's also uh, a sports uh, uh, reporter anchor here. And um, we just we we gave him what we thought was good marriage advice. I don't know if it is or not. Who knows? What, what did you tell know? him? What, what do any of us really know? Uh, <laughs> well, just said, um, let the small battles go. We said, pick the big battles. That's like, oh, and, okay. um, and that was like the probably the biggest carrot of wisdom, I guess. Um, very wise, yeah. very wise. Yeah. And I also said, you know, it's nice. Don't forget to surprise with, you know, flowers here and there, you know, on random moments, not, nothing special, just thinking of you kind of stuff. And that was it. Um, I like that. I like that a lot. Okay. <laughs> so those were like the two things. And we don't want to take too much of his time. Um, yeah. Yeah. But he did the interview and 
So I joked with him the other day uh, when I did see him because he was doing stuff for Fox. Because I think Fox had a game that night, mm-hmm. and I saw him. I was outside the dugout. He was in, and he was waiting to get something. And and he looked up and he smiled and just waved. And I pointed and I said, "Hey, you should have got married two years ago. The season you're having." <laughs> and he he laughed and agreed. Um, and that was that was that was the only interaction we've had with him since. So that's been fun. And and, and the Mets on this, you know, Buck Showalter has done an amazing job. Like Buck Showalter, wherever he goes he gets results and yeah. he leaves franchises better than when he arrived. Um, and I was, a, you know, when he was the Yankees manager, he, he helped get that whole, you know, dynasty with Jeter and those guys going. And they just missed the year before, you know, Don Mattingly was on that team, Showalter, and then Torrey came in and then they went on that amazing run. Um, so Buck, I hope he, you know, I'm kind of rooting for him to get his, his, um, you know, championship or something like that, uh, you know, but he's always leaving places better than he found them. So, and the Mets have been great to deal with too. I mean, all of the, there's likable guys on all those teams. Um, so I don't know if I answered your question or not. Yeah. You know, I, I think you did, you know, we, you actually, you kind of avoided, uh, the Red Sox a little bit. Have you made it up to any Red Sox game? Have you seen Trevor's story? No. Have well, learned about him? I listen, I, um, <laughs> this is a delicate situation. Um, I've I've applied for credentials to the Red Sox, and they oh. have um, they've been full. They're they're tricky. They're tricky. Well, I'm they're sorry tricky. that you didn't get to get up there, but I am glad you've gotten to see. Well, when we do, do when we do do highlights, I'll be honest. We do we do mention Trevor's story and far, former Hartford Yard. Go anyone who played through Hartford or came through Hartford. I'm always make giving them a mention, you know. And we're going That's way true. back. Yeah, we're going way back to the Rock Cat days before they were the Yard Goats, all of that. So, um, but yeah, that's and I don't want to avoid the Red Sox because you know there's great there's great things going on with the Red Sox. I just we we it's hard to get even closer to them because we can't get in the door. So that's yeah, kind of, yeah. You know, I I have heard that about them, but I'm I can't believe they're big league and John Pearson. That's not <laughs> yeah. right. I won't stand for it. Uh, well, you know, whatever whatever kind of clout you have, you know, make a phone <laughs> call up up to Boston for me. We'll we'll, we'll catch him next year. I've burned a lot of bridges in Boston. I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, the nice um, thing is my, my son lives in Fort Myers now, and he's not far from the training uh, venue uh, of the Red Sox. So I may make a visit down there during spring training and then try to get in there that way um, come come springtime. So I, I want fair and balanced. I want to be fair and balanced, Sus. Of course. Of course. I love that. John Pearson, thank you so much for your time. I'm so glad we got to catch up. I'm so happy that I got to – hear about you staying in touch with our dudes, our goats. Um, tell everyone where we can follow you on social media. Well, I, I, I'm Twitter is my biggest one. It's JP Pearson, P-I-E-R-S-O-N. That's mine. Uh, I do have Instagram, which I got to be, I got to get better at Suze. It's the uh, mm-hmm. same thing. It's just on John Pearson on Instagram and Facebook. I've kind of, I kind of fallen off the Facebook cliff uh, a little yeah. bit. So t- Twitter's you know where I do. Twitter's the big one. We love Twitter. You got to get on TikTok. Are you on TikTok yet? Doing no, you know, I'm so, <laughs> no, no. You, you want some of that? What do you want? I'm not. Uh, <laughs> Message no, Joey Votto for advice. He'll love it. <laughs> I haven't gotten there yet. It's just, it's, you know, it's so time consuming, Susan. It's so time consuming. Like, and people don't know that, I, you know, you, you know, this, we're jumping in the car, running all over the state, shooting our own stuff, running back here to get it on the air and tweet it. I'm going to another game. So, I get so like, I'm like, oh, I'm done. I just need to like go home and 
like stare at the wall or something. And yeah, not... no, I mean, TV, when you're in TV, especially, I feel like especially in sports too, you never get a photographer, you're doing your own stuff. You're doing like five different jobs. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's, and it's sometimes you just want to like, you know, I don't know, go home and cut the lawn or sit on the deck and space out, whatever. So, oh yeah, yeah that's what I I'm doing. You, John Pearson. <laughs> well, we'll follow, I'll make sure everyone follows you on Twitter. Yeah. I, and I have, I'll have more stuff because I think Zach Veen will be here next year. He's a guy that I, I know everyone's going to be excited about. A big guy, he's patient in the, in the box. That's another guy we can talk about maybe next year if he likes. He's, I'll, be, I'll be around. We will absolutely talk about Zach Veen because we are big Zach Veen guys here on the DNVR Rockies podcast. There's so much to unwrap there with the headband and the hair and the mustache. I mean, he's got, you know. He's got it. His, he's his got, wall. like, the style, the swag. I want to see that up in Colorado very soon. Yeah, I, I say he I say he starts here next year, ends up in AAA midway through the year, and may get a sniff next year, if not the year after. We're going to see it soon. John Pearson, thank you so much. Bye, Seuss. Always love talking to John Pearson. Before we get into the rest of what we need to get into, listen, fam, you got to hear about being a member at DNVR. Watch parties nearly every day of the week at the DNVR bar on the corner of Colfax and York. You can check the events page at thednvr.com to see our lineup. We do one every week of all the things you're going to watch. And if you're not a member already, you're missing out on price breaks for Broncos tailgates and Nuggets party buses. And that annual membership comes with a free t-shirt like this one. Not that you can see all of it, but it's a great t-shirt. I look really good in it. Uh, <laughs> I'm so modest. Listen, you get free gear. You're going to get a free t-shirt from the, the dnvrlocker.com. You get a member-sized beer at the DNVR bar, extra raffle tickets at all of the watch parties to win even more free gear, and access to our members-only Discord so you can talk about sports with your buds and you don't have to worry about politics and jerks. Just chat with everyone in the community. And if you're not a member, don't fret. It's only 50 cents for your first month at the dnvr.com. Com. And listen, what is DNVR without Breck Brew? Breckenridge Brewery has a birthday coming up, 32 years, absolutely incredible. But to celebrate, Breck Brew is throwing a weekend-long nanny. So kick off the fall with live music, food, beer, and of course games. It's October 8th and 9th at their Littleton location. And they've got some national acts coming in like Spin Doctors and local favorites like Railroad Earth. Well, I'll be rocking out. So stay tuned to everything DNVR for Hootenanny giveaways leading up to October 8th. Check out events.seated.com backslash Hootenanny22 for more details on tickets and artist lineup. The link is in the description in case you didn't write that down. And listen, listen up about DraftKings. NFL action is in full swing here at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. So if that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays right now for every leg you add you can boost your winnings up to 100 percent with bigger payouts than ever so why bet on football anywhere else to make things even sweeter you can throw down on stepped up same game parlays once per game 
all season long. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet for what week are we on? (laughs) I believe it's week four. Week four already. I have no internal clock yet for football. I'm still in baseball mode. It's fine. It's DraftKings Sportsbook, full football mode right now. But yeah, you can use... That code, DNVR, at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the link in the description for details. My favorite part about my conversation with John Pearson is the fact that I end an interview like I end a phone call. We're like, you think it's over? And I'm like, okay, bye. Wait, one more thing. So we were talking after we stopped recording. I was like, he apologized to me. He was like, oh my gosh, I never know how to like end a live thing. I'm so sorry. Even though he's been doing this for a million years. And I'm like, wait, me too. We're just not (laughs) just the two worst people to be talking to each other because no one knows how to wrap it up. But that's how I end phone calls in case you're wondering. You think it's over and it's not. I like that he got to spend some time with uh, Aaron Judge. I was just going to say very cool. Very cool. Very cool. Whenever I see Kale reach for the uh, button to press the mic, I'm like, chime in. (laughs) Chime in. I will chime in. Yes. We love super producer Kale. Um, We're going to get into some news and notes around baseball. One of the biggest things that everyone is watching right now, everyone's glued to Aaron Judge chasing that 61st home run. So the Yankees have already clinched the AL East. Judge got walked four times last night, went for four little walks. So he did not get that 61st home run, but he'll have another chance at it tonight. The finale of the Yankees series in Toronto is actually the free game tonight on MLB TV. So I know most of the people watching this, not in the New York market, they do not have Yes Network. Uh, It's the free game on MLB TV. So you'll be able to watch the whole thing. And I like that. That's exciting. Judge is actually on pace this season to finish with 63 homers. So we'll see what happens. That would be wild. That would be so cool. It would be crazy. Yeah. So not only could he potentially, you know, tie Maris's record. I mean, he could beat it. That would be insane. I want that. Yeah, this is like, this is must, must, must see baseball. Um, yeah. Speaking of clinches. Congratulations to Nolan Arenado, who finally won a division. The Cardinals clinched the NL Central last night. They did the champagne and beer showers. But as we know, Nolan Arenado has had a lot to say this season about how all he wants to do is win a division because he's never done it before. He's said it about 15 times. So I'm happy that he finally can say that he has won a division because I think we're all sick of hearing it. I know I am. I know I am. Um, okay, also, maybe maybe to add insult to injury a little bit, the beer that they were pouring all over each other was Coors. Tragic <laughs> irony there. That is some <laughs> tragic irony. It feels like a metaphor, and we're going to have to workshop it a little bit. Um, speaking of not winning divisions, Jock Peterson is straight up not having a good time right now. He is so frustrated that he's not in the postseason. The Giants have been eliminated. But yeah, this is a guy who won the World Series with the Braves last year. And he spoke last night, I believe he was talking to the 
Associated Press. But he said, I signed up here after this team won 107 games expecting to compete again. Things didn't go our way. It happens. But I don't enjoy not playing meaningful baseball. So Jack Peterson not having a good time, super frustrated. Not what he signed up for. Not what he signed up for. Um, Right now, the Mets and Braves... Being in the Braves. Uh, Mets and Braves tied on top of the NL East. We'll see what happens there. If the postseason started today, definitely Atlanta and Mets, they would go, they would make it. Uh, but San Diego would get a wild card spot. Philly would get a wild card spot if it all started today. Interesting. Interesting. My personality will change if the Phillies are in any kind of postseason hunt <laughs> it'll i'll be a nightmare i'll be a nightmare you know it's not a nightmare talking oh i was just gonna say what's not a nightmare <laughs> what's not a nightmare we're doing a bit um what's not a nightmare is talking to yancy almonte we used to be with the rockies organization now he's with the dodgers and okay so i noticed this when he, the dodgers came to colorado he posted on instagram that he got a grilled cheese sandwich from the Rockies chef, Tyler Hines. So uh, apparently they messaged each other. He got a grilled cheese sandwich. It was like the only thing he wanted. And then we also talked about, you know, how he's doing this season too. We had a great conversation. Super quick though. Kayla, are we ready to roll it? We are. Let's roll it. <laughs> he, uh, he DM'd me. He's like, whatever you want, just let me know. And I was like, I already know what I'm going with. I was like, I need a grilled cheese. He goes, big grilled cheese guy. I got you. <laughs> Next day I came in, met him outside, gave me grilled cheese. It was phenomenal as always. They don't know what's inside of it, but it's just fire. Tell me how you feel this season. It's a very different season than the ones you've had in the past. I mean, I feel like I have my confidence back. That confidence that I came in with after the 2020 season and I lost last year and with the struggles I had up and down. And then I feel like the Dodgers put me in a spot where they just pretty much told me this is what you need to succeed. And I bought into it and I'm seeing the results I'm getting day in, day out. I mean, any other changes that you feel like you've you've made this season? Primarily just throwing all sinkers was weird at first because mm-hmm. I've never did that, only in the minor leagues. And then uh, I was told to just throw four seams. Yeah. So once I got to the big leagues, it was just straight four seams and I come here. In spring training, they're like, hey, your four-seam sucks. Like, spin-wise, it's terrible, but you just throw hard. Now, if you throw your sinker again, it's going to play better for you. And then, like I said, I bought into it and having this season I'm having right now. Nice. All right. Hey, thank you for chatting. Excited to catch up with that guy when I get to L.A. Did you guys hear I'm going to L.A.? I'm flying out tomorrow. But listen, before we talk about this, we need to talk about Game Time Tickets. It's the hottest ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, shows, and more. So if you've ever dreamed of sitting in a seat that you never thought you could get, like maybe the 50-yard line, maybe courtside, maybe behind home plate, floor seats at a concert, everything is possible with game time. The biggest last-minute price drops can be found on the seats you never thought you could buy. So if you want to attend... One of those Rockies games out in L.A., they are pretty cheap right now, and I guess they'll only get better, but usually, well, but yes, you can get up to 60% off when you waste 
way closer to first pitch with Game Time. The bottom line, if you love DNVR, you're going to love Game Time. It's the best way to support us. Um, and the even better way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app and scored the best seats to all of your favorite events. So hit that link in our description. And nothing's the only thing sexier than a sexy deal is a sexy pizza. If you're at any of our Broncos tailgates last year, you already know about sexy pizza. And what you may not know is that no you know what you may not know is they've been in the area for 13 years maybe you've heard this before but they are all over the denver community with locations in capitol hill old south pearl jefferson park park hill sexy pizza is as local as it gets they've got hand-tossed deck oven pizza made from scratch each morning the dough is made from scratch each morning. Pizzas are made to order, as is customary. But what I love the most about Sexy Pizza is that they donate to so many different nonprofits right here in Colorado. So Sexy Pizza can also support your organization or your event. Go to www.sexy.pizza. Best URL in the game to check out their about page to see how they can help support your cause. And for our friends outside of Denver, they've got a new location in Trinidad. I guess it's not that new anymore, but they've got a spot in Trinidad too if you're down there. But listen, use code DNVR. No, that's an old code. <laughs> I keep doing this. <laughs> Do you something- all good? I was just going to say it's funny, but it's all good. It's funny. It's funny that I um, am reading old codes. But yeah, go to sexy.pizza for everything you need to know about my favorite pizza in Colorado. Um, uh, one of my favorite things today while we were watching back my interview with John Pearson, Kale was making fun of how I make fun of myself, listening to myself. It's true. She does this like velociraptor thing <laughs> where she's like, she thinks she sounds like that and it's not accurate at all, but it's so funny. I'm convinced that I sound like some kind of big squawking bird. I'm like, Rah, listen to me. And Kale's like, you know, you don't sound like that, right? I'm like, I don't believe you. <laughs> Like, I actually just straight up think you're incorrect. Um, so, yeah, we get, we have fun here. We have fun here. So much fun. So much fun. Kayla, are you an L.A. guy? Um, I love visiting. I would not do well living there, but that's okay. Why wouldn't you do well living there? Uh, too many people for me. Too many people? Like, we feel like there are a lot of people here. There are a lot of people here, but there didn't used to be, and this is home. And this is home. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, I'm super excited for my LA trip. I'm not packed at all. You should probably get on that I then. I need to pack. I need to pack. I need to do laundry. I need to go to the mall. I need to run some errands. I have like so much to do. That's why That's why we're keeping the show to a tight 45, maybe even tighter. <laughs> maybe even tighter. Maybe that would even be tight. Maybe even tighter. But yeah, six games in LA. That is just insane. Um, the Rockies are in this... excuse me, the Rockies are in the middle of this nine-game road trip. Um, I think the only team that has more games on the road to end their season, the Phillies have 10 games. They're on a 10-game road trip, so it's still nine days because they have a doubleheader built in to make up one of the games that we lost in the lockout. But, yeah, that's – schedule's weird this year. That's, like, way too many games to end on the road for a season. That's brutal, especially for a team in a postseason hunt right now. Right, yeah. So, like, yeah, it's brutal for the Rockies, but, like, nothing matters. But the Phillies – yeah, that's really tough. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. 
I hate that for them. Um, but it's fine. Yeah, we're going to see how the rest of this road trip goes coming up. So the next two games, we've got two. Okay, let's start this over. We've got two more games in San Francisco. Both are at 745 Mountain Time. So some late night baseball for us. But two more at Oracle Park. Urania gets the start on Wednesday against to be determined. We don't know yet. As far as I know, they have not named who is starting that game. Maybe it'll be a bullpen day. Who knows? The Giants love keeping us on our toes. Uh, Some other news and notes. Uh, Brendan Rodgers, who's been on the IL with that left hamstring soreness, could return as early as Thursday. Apparently, he did participate in workouts on Tuesday, so that's a good sign. Yeah, we could see him back as early as tomorrow. That would be nice. I want to see him uh, finish the season like he was playing in the middle of the season. Yeah, you hope that it had something to do with the injury and that, you know, he's turns out to just be that guy that we saw towards the middle of the season with some all-star upside. So fingers crossed. Fingers crossed for sure. Maybe like a little little time off to reevaluate. That's always good for everyone. That's always good for everyone. All right. I think we're going to – let's wrap this up – Patrick is back tomorrow with Drew Goodman. We got a Drew Goodman show. <laughs> Do I sound like an air horn? Uh, no, but that's no. okay. No, okay. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, yeah, Patrick is back tomorrow with Drew Goodman. And then the two of us will be on the pod together on Friday. He'll be here in Colorado. I will be in LA. I don't know if you've heard. But I'm going to be in LA. It's going to be great. Um, so, yeah, follow Kale. Kale, what's your at? At Kale Sorbo. Kale with two L's. Two L's. And you can follow all of the fantastic content we create at DNVR underscore Rockies. I am at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. And, uh, you know, that's what we got for today. And, Kale, you know what we say about wrapping up shows? Something about momentum. I never say anything about momentum. So we'll leave you there. We'll talk to you guys later.